Welcome to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. And welcome to another episode of the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. E. Vanderbilt here with his dog, Budsman, canine co-host, Woody. Woody, how you doing? Woof, woof. I know, Woody, we're close, man. We're close, but we still got a lot of news. We still got a lot going on. And you know what they want to do, Woody? They want to put us on list. Yeah, they want to put us on list. Can you imagine that? Unbelievable. Hey, before we get started on the list, programming note, by the way, tomorrow I'm going to have a special guest. I'm going to have uh, the owner and curator of the Free Eagle News page on Facebook is going to come on the show and we're going to discuss the election. So look forward to that segment tomorrow morning or afternoon. And we will, uh, it's going to be a great conversation. Anthony over there does some phenomenal work. Uh, at Free Eagle News. And if you haven't gone to their page, it's a Facebook page. Please go to Free Eagle News and like their page. He's, he's the one who broke, by the way, the Hunter Biden sex tape. So he's, or he had it early on, and he was one of the early ones that broke that. So he's getting some good stuff in. Anyway, let's get on with our show, right, Woody? We've got a lot to talk about because, as I said, they want to put you on a list, Woody. Yeah, the left, they want to put you on a list. No, I'm serious. They do. I know it is. It's fascism, isn't it? I mean, it's not fascism when they do it, right, Woody? Oh, I know you've been saying that for years. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? I mean, you've probably seen it from some, like AOC did a tweet where people are like going, uh, whoa, wait, what, what, what is the chick saying? What, what? And she's not alone, but here's what she said. She goes, is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. Uh, chick, you should delete that one, but you won't because we got it, even if you do. And then there's Evan McMullen. Remember that guy? Evan McMullen uh, challenged Trump in 2016 and just got his ass handed to him. This is what he tweeted out. We should keep and publish a list of everyone who assists Trump's frivolous and dangerous attacks on the election. Name and shame forever. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 70, almost 72 million of you who supported Donald Trump need to be put on a list to shame. Name and shame forever. But there are more people that uh, want to put you on a list. This is the left. And this is what we need to recognize and we need to understand right now. Joe Biden has not won this election yet. He very well could. He's the projected winner. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. But he hasn't won it yet. And what we are seeing right now is we are seeing the left and who they are and what they are going to do we see it now that the left they want to they want to they're tyrants ladies and gentlemen they're just simply tyrants look at this they want to put you on a list they want to name and shame you forever here's an article from uh PL India. I don't know the site. I just caught this article and it's, it's, you know, it has, you have to again, go to foreign outlets, foreign outlets to get your news in America, at least to get some of your news in America. Well, you know what the hell's going on in your own country. Here is their headline. This is what they're seeing. This is in India. This is what they're seeing in India. These people are watching it from afar going, what the blankety blank? The headline is Gulag soon. While Joe Biden preaches peace, his Democratic comrades make lists to punish Trump supporters during his presidency. They want to harm you. 
They want to do damage to you. They want you to be put on a list and shamed. That's fascism. It's tyranny. And this is with the left. This is guy Michael Simone from the Trump Accountability Project. Yes, it's called the Trump Accountability Project. Every administration staffer, campaign staffer, bundler, lawyer who represented them, everyone needs to be put on a list. Now, if you go to the Trump Accountability Project, which is just totalitarian in itself, the name, this is what you see. Remember what they did, the website says. We must never forget those who furthered the Trump agenda. And like, this is from their website. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Trumpabilityproject.net or Trumpaccountability.net. We should welcome in our fellow Americans with whom we differ politically. But those who took a paycheck from the Trump administration should not profit from their efforts to tear our democracy apart. The world should never forget those who, when faced with a decision, chose to put their money, their time, and their reputations behind supporting children, separating children from their families, encouraging racism and anti-Semitism, and negligently causing the unnecessary loss of life and economic devastation from our country's failed response to the COVID-19 pandemic. We should not allow the following groups of people to profit from their experience, says the Trump Ability or Accountability Project. All right, here are the people, the following groups. Do you fall into any of these? These are the people they want to hurt. They want to shut you down. They want to make sure that you don't profit from your support of President Trump. But, you know, remember, they said we should, we should welcome in our fellow Americans with whom we differ politically, except these groups of people. Let's see. Do you follow? Here are we should allow We should not allow the following groups of people to profit from their experience. Here are their three buckets that they put here. Here are the buckets. Those who elected him. That's bucket number one. I know that's complicated. I'll repeat it. Those who elected him said they should never allow, we should never allow the following groups of people to profit from their experience. First bucket, those who elected him. Individuals who worked for the Trump for president campaign, Republican national committees, and affiliated PACs in 2016 and 2020. Um, I voted for Trump. I voted for Trump twice. I guess I shouldn't profit from that. Those who staffed his government, individuals who worked in any role as a political appointee in the Trump administration, and a third bucket, those who funded him, individuals who used their massive personal wealth, get that massive personal wealth, and influence to bundle money for Trump. You can sign up for updates. <laughs> the Trump Accountability Project. Is this not, I mean, it's not fascism when they do it, is it? Let me read this again. We should not allow the following groups of people to profit from their experience. Those who elected him, those who staffed his government, and those who funded him. So if you elected him, by the way, you would be a voter. You, you know, 70, nearly 72 million people just voted for Trump. Um, they should not be allowed to profit from their experience. They should not be allowed to profit from their experience. And if you staffed his government, ugh, 
what a horrible person you are to go work for this administration. Arg. And of course, if you funded him, so if you send him any money, you should not profit from your experience. I have no idea what that means. You shouldn't profit from it. How much do they want to hurt me? These people would love it if you and I, those of us who supported this president, were completely demolished, put in gulags, as that Indian newspaper said. Yeah. This is the left. Now, remember, they haven't won yet. They haven't won. They haven't won the Senate. And it doesn't really look like they're going to. They're going to have a hard time getting uh, the two Senate races in Georgia to flip blue. Maybe they get one, but they're going to have a hard time even getting that one. They lost so many seats in the House that they may, they may just wind up with just a four-seat majority. And they, if they don't have the Senate, they can't stack the court. Oh, and they would too. If they get the Senate, that's why all eyes are on Georgia because they want the only way they can win is to stack the court. But they don't, they don't want you to profit from your experience of voting for President Donald J. Trump. And then, you know, Keith Olbermann, right? I mean, there's a whack job if there ever is a whack job. Keith Olbermann from, you know, I, I, this is a couple of weeks ago, I put this out, where he calls for Trump and his supporters to be prosecuted, removed from society prosecuted removed from society because you supported this president and you know when you supported this president you know what you supported you supported his policies it's not about the president it's about the policies i supported president and support president trump because of his judicial picks and his deregulation of business the two main reasons why uh his foreign policy has been phenomenal his tax policy is exactly what i want i want lower taxes so if you support that you support the president and you shouldn't profit from it. You should be hurt. You should be wounded. You should be scorned. Probably have a scarlet T around your neck, right? That's what they want. This from a website called Hidden Americans. Democrats compiling prosecution list of Trump supporters. The people had to know he was getting rid of all his entities. It's a subheadline. And the photo they showed is a pretty brutal photo. Looks like, um, I don't really know what nationality is asian it's either it's probably north korea could be vietnam could be cambodia when pol pot killed all his people because what they're talking about is exactly that so from the article before the presidential election had has even concluded the left is already compiling a list of trump supporters who elected served funded supported and represented president donald j trump they decided it's no longer enough to just defeat Republicans at the ballot box or steal the election. They have to silence those who would dissent from their orthodoxy. And it talks about the AOC tweet. Uh, Jake Tapper. Did you see that one? Jake Tapper. Here's what he tweeted out. I truly sympathize with those dealing with losing. It's not easy. But at a certain point, one has to think not only about what's best for the nation, peaceful transfer of power, but how any future employers might see your character defined during adversity. Yep. The left now, the left is now basically telling you, you know, you know, if you go around saying you're a Trump supporter, people aren't going to hire you. Or maybe, you know, telling employers, uh, you know, that person over there, Trump supporter, you should fire him. Jennifer Rubin, you know, Jennifer Rubin, so, so-called conservative at uh, whatever newspaper that she works at, one of those left-wing papers. She's a total whack job, Jennifer Rubin. Here's what she tweeted. Uh, 
any are now promoting, I guess R means Republican, now promoting rejection of an election or calling to not to follow the will of voters or making baseless allegations of fraud should never serve an office, join a corporate board, find a faculty position or be accepted into quote unquote polite society. We have a list. That was her tweet. That was her tweet. It ended with, we have a list. Jennifer Rubin, will the plea, will the real fascist, please stand up. Please stand up. Because that's fascism, people. Uh, look, it goes on to, one of Stalin's associates recalled the dictator reviewing an arrest list, really a death list, and saying to himself, who's going to remember all this riffraff in 10 or 20 years' time? No one. Who remembers the names now of the boyers Ivan the Terrible got rid of? No one. The people had to know he was getting rid of all of his enemies. In the end, they all got what they deserved. That's what lists are for. Political lists have been used for centuries to kill the opposition, the dissenters. But it's not fascism when they do it, is it? No, no, no. And then there's Robert Wright, right? Robert Wright. He calls for truth and reconciliation commissions to erase Trump lies and expose enablers. This is an older story. It was about put out October 18th, 2020. Former Clinton Labor Secretary Robert Reich on Saturday called for the creation of a Truth and Reconciliation Commission to erase Trump's lies and expose those who enabled him. When this nightmare is over, we need a Truth and Reconciliation Commitment Commission. Reich tweeted. It would erase Trump's lives, comfort those who have been harmed by his hatefulness, and name every official, politician, executive, and media mogul whose greed and cowardice enabled this catastrophe. I put that on TikTok, and that is the TikTok that I put out that got me banned because I called Robert Reich a fascist, and he is a fascist. But it's not fascism when they do it. Are you starting to see this, ladies and gentlemen? Because we are asking, well, you know, could you kind of tell me how this vote thing, how this vote switched from Trump to Biden? Ah, you're on a list. You're bad. Ah, you should be fired. Ah, ah, you should be harmed. You fascist, you. I uh, just want to know, how is it that all these votes that were for Trump magically somehow electronically became Biden. you're on the list you're on the list you are on the list can you tell me how all of these votes wound up in a trash can in the back of a church that were listed for trump you're on the list you're on the list you are on unless you will not profit from your vile evil tea uh yeah okay i get all that but can you just kind of help me out and tell me how all these hundreds of thousands of votes that came in in the middle of the night and were all magically for biden you're on the list you are an evil bitch. You're going to die. Okay, they haven't gone to the death yet. Well, uh, <laughs> Keith Oberman has. Uh, you know, here in the city, in the state of Georgia, Fulton County, which I live in, by the way, very left-leaning, um, told the Secretary of State and the GOP uh, chairman that they were going to stop counting, I forget what day it was, at 1030. And all the GOP observers left, and guess what happened? That's right. They kept counting. They kept counting. They kept counting. They kept counting. I am on a list because I question why did they keep counting after they promised they would stop and all the GOP observers left. You're on a list.
And this Robert Reich, he's a real piece of crap. Let me tell you, you go to his Twitter feed. I mean, he's just a vile piece of shit. He is just a nasty man. I mean, uh, you know, Georgians, if you turn 18 by January 5th, 2021, you are eligible to vote in the runoff elections that will determine whether we take control of the Senate from Mitch McConnell. Uh, Trump and his GOP allies' claim of election fraud shouldn't be dignified as allegations because they have no evidence behind them. They're nothing but baseless assertions. This is all Robert Reich. I mean, it goes on and on. Lindsey Graham, and I'm just reading these. I'm not even looking at them beforehand. Lindsey Graham says the media can't call elections, but he had no problem accepting the outcome when the media called his own race. Funny how that works, he says. Not sure who needs to hear this, but Donald Trump has lost the election, and that is not in dispute. It is in dispute, Reich. You little fascist, it is in dispute. I'm sorry, there's way too much fraud. I mean, you are an abomer a, a horrible person. You are a horrible person for the things that you say. You want to put people on show trials. You want to put people in front of some kind of commission. Robert Reich, I believe, is Jewish. I mean, not. I don't have any problem with that, uh, but... Uh, he, how does how does this not align with what was happening in Nazi Germany and, and Mussolini's Italy and Stalin's Russia? They put you on these show trials and they killed you. They put you in front of these commissions, right? Re reconciliation. He, want, he is calling for a truth and reconciliation commission. Is that acceptable? No. These people need to be called out. I mean, they need to be called out and they need to be shamed. They need to be shamed. They need to be the ones that are, are like, how can you call it? Why are you acting like this? Why are you uh, acting like a fascist? I'm not acting like a fascist, but you are. You're calling for a reconciliation commission? A truth? What is it again? Truth and reconciliation commission? To erase Trump's lies and expose enablers? That's not fascism? And then this... Um, Trump Accountability Project, you know, we should not allow the following groups of people to profit from their experience. Those who elected him, meaning Trump, those who staffed his government, meaning Trump, and those who funded him, meaning Trump. This is crazy. And you see what they're doing is they're doing all of this to intimidate people from asking these questions about these election anomalies. That's what this all is. It's an intimidation, but what it really is, is it exposes them. It exposes them for who they are. It exposes them for what they are, and we should not back down. And you know what that means? That means we should continue to ask these questions. We should continue to hold our elected officials accountable. I called, by the way, or I, I reached out to my legislator yesterday about how are you going to maintain the um, – transparency of this election and the integrity and the email I got back because mine is a Democrat, unfortunately, the email I got back was, oh, that's on the Secretary of State's office. BS. State legislatures, they're the ones that are going to have a lot of pull when it comes to the Electoral College. State ele your state legislator uh, it needs to be notified where you're at. Because the more that we do, the more people who do that, who contact their state legislatures or their representative or their secretary of state's office, the more they hear the voices of the public and the more they start going, wait a minute, uh, I've got a majority of my people here kind of bugging me about this. I think I best keep my, my P's and Q's because that's what you have to do with elected officials. You have to 
hold them accountable. Otherwise, their power runs amok. Remember, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Uh, this from Just the News. John Solomon's Just the News. Wonderful site. Pence. Mike Pence, it ain't over till it's over, and this ain't over. You may have heard stories, specifically from CNN, where uh, CNN sources, Jake Tapper, by the way, did this, sources say that Jared Kushner uh, and Melania Trump are quietly pressuring Donald Trump to concede. Not true. There's nothing that verifies that. In fact, Melania Trump has come out uh, and said in her own tweet that the, these irregularities need to be investigated not true it's more fake news and then you got pence to say it over and over and you know this president's going to fight lawsuits have already been filed more lawsuits are going to be filed and uh you know we'll get to the bottom of it if biden won great so be it biden won yahoo now we move forward but don't tell me it's raining when you're pissing on my leg that ain't nice Fox News, by the way, the biggest loser of 2020 election. Fox News on Friday and Saturday. Fox, here from an article, Fox News Network made a herald promise that they would be responsible with their reporting on calling states for one candidate or the other, uh, luring voters to stick with them after months and months of anticipated anxiety over the results of the election. And within a few hours of the tallies coming in from states, uh, event to point to Chris states point to chris wallace conceding that it looked like trump had won fox news started to perform the most illogical of acts rushing to give victories to democrats joe biden like arizona and refusing to give victories to trump that were clear like north carolina and fox news has paid in the rank the ratings friday and saturday they crashed they were below cnn and cnn had some of the they have horrible ratings horrible ratings so the uh, the the three Cable news networks, Fox News, MSNBC, and CNN, in that order is usually how they rank in the ratings. Fox News usually just dominates. MSNBC, a distant second, but always second, and CNN, a distant third. Fox News crashed over the weekend. People, you know, again, don't tell me it's raining while you're pissing on my leg. Fox News, you, got, you guys, are you're going to lose your gravy train. You've been number one all these 20 years because, you know, you, you, you played to the middle. And what I mean the middle is Roger Ailes, who was the genius who started Fox News, said, and I forget who uh, was saying this story. It may have been um, Eric Erickson or it may have been Sean Hannity. But Roger Ailes basically said, you see here on the left coast who they, they view. You see here on the west coast who they view, meaning CNN and MSNBC. But you see this big group in the middle of the United States. That's who we're going after. And Fox News is abandoning that. And their ratings have crashed. And I got to tell you, um, I think CNN did the best in coverage, specifically John King. I enjoyed John King uh, throughout the coverage of this election. Um, one last story is you, most likely, unless you've been living under a rock, you have heard that Pfizer, I think it is Pfizer, announced that they have a vaccine in the works that's going to be released. They announced it the other day that they got a vaccine that's 90% effective. And the question is, why didn't they announce this before the election? Well, the reason is, here's a, our, a headline from uh, The Intercept. Big Pharma prepares to profit from the coronavirus. 
Pharmaceutical companies view the coronavirus pandemic as a once-in-a-lifetime business opportunity. Yeah, so Big Pharma, here's what's going to happen. Here's why they did not want this win to go to Donald Trump. By the way, you see Joe Biden already like an ambulance chaser running out in front saying, look, I've got, I got a vaccine. I got a vaccine. No, you didn't, goof. So Big Pharma, this is how it works. Is they uh, even if it's a if the virus is or the vaccine is paid for by the government, which Trump said it was going to be, but uh, big pharma, what they will start lobbying for is that you will be mandatory. You're going to have to have this vaccine, and in a Trump administration, big pharma probably thinking, you know what. Trump's not going to be as demanding as a Democrat administration, meaning that the Democrat administration is probably going to set forth some rules and guidelines, possibly even laws that you can't do certain things unless you have the vaccination, like say, go to public school. So if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, uh, the government can tell you where they, you can and cannot go in certain places like public schools and like airports, like flying. So if you're not vaccinated, guess what? You don't get to fly. If you're not vaccinated, guess what? Your kid can't go to school. If your kid's not vaccinated, can't go to government facilities. So the government could mandate certain things. They can't mandate everything. They can't say you can't go grocery shopping if you haven't got a vaccine. That can't do that. And the businesses aren't going to say, yeah, hey, you can't come inside unless we see your papers that you've been vaccinated. That ain't going to happen. But what they can do is they can prevent you from certain things um, programs, processes, facilities, activities, unless you have been vaccinated. Like the biggest one, school. Kids can't go to school unless they're vaccinated. So what you have is Big Pharma has a locked-in audience. They're locked in. You have to, you have to get the vaccine. And the Big Pharma, whoop, they're like, whoa, whoa, this is instant revenue, man. This is like a revenue stream that is built in, and it's solid. So Big Pharma knows this. They know that a Biden administration would be a lot more totalitarian than a Trump administration. So follow the money. Big Pharma didn't announce this prior to the election because they didn't want Trump to benefit. And remember, Trump has gone after Big Pharma. They're no friends of him. Trump has even said, they're no, they don't like me. They're no friends of mine because he was lowering drug prices. He was doing so much for the American people in lowering our drug costs and healthcare costs but you don't hear that in the media. So Big Pharma, they come out after the election. Hey, yeah, you know, we do have one. We do have a vaccine. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, you guys got to get it. You try this vaccine. It just pricks just a little bit. Just hurts a little bit. But if you don't get the vaccine, you can't fly. Can't go to school. Can't go to government. You probably won't even get, get on welfare. I mean, there's going to be all kinds of restrictions. So because if, if you don't believe me, I mean, the Democrats right now are talking about putting you on a list. So if you don't believe that they can do this, I mean, all right, you're not paying attention. Because if they can say they're going to put you on a list, send you to an re-education camp, what did Rick call it? He called it Truth and Reconciliation Commission, right, to erase Trump lies and expose enablers. You know, what, what was the, um, the Trump Accountability Project? You know, we should not allow the following groups of people to profit from his experience, those who elected him those who staffed his government and those who funded him you're going to be on a list hey tell you what you can get off that list if you take this vaccine it's not fascism when they do it <clears throat> actually it is absolutely fascism when they do it um interesting stuff so ask those questions fight back
We, can, we have every right to ask these questions and we should. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Don't let Trump, anti-Trumpers shame you into not questioning this. So you need to ask them, well, can you explain this software glitch? Um, help me out. Help me out. Can you explain how Biden had a hundred and some thousand ballots, several counties, states show up overnight and none of them were for Trump. Help me out. Help me out. And I mean, how is it that, um, we, you know, they find all these Trump ballots in the trash and they're just Trump ballots. I mean, I, I don't understand. How is it not fraud? How is it? How, can you explain to me how a person goes under oath and cl to claim that he's was told to backdate ballots. I mean, I'm just trying to understand all this. Can you help me out? They won't, they won't help you out. It's an exercise in futility, but don't let them shame you into not asking these questions. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not believe Trump lost this election. I don't know if he can win it. We're so far gone as a country, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough to pull out, pull out the win, but I do know this. Our president, President Donald Trump, Trump, I'm on a list now, I guess, just for saying that, uh, is a fighter. And he will not go down without a fight. That we know. This president will fight. He's already announced it. He's got bulldogs in his corner, like Rudy Giuliani, who's already been vilified and who doesn't give a crap that he's been vilified. Probably called him up and said, put me on the list. Because that's what they do. They want to shame you and blame you. Jake Tapper is saying, you, uh, you better start worrying about your career there, partner, if you support President Trump. You better start thinking about your job. They want to harm you. And what they're doing, it's an intimidation practice to get you to acquiesce, sit down, and shut up. And I hope you don't. This is called gaslighting because that's what they're doing. They're a gaslighting. Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or a group convert convertly sow seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group making them question their own memory perception or judgment that's the left the modern day left they want to put you on a list thanks for listening to this episode of the pbl podcast politics and brown liquor woody says thank you so much uh, our numbers in the last month have doubled on the podcast so thank you so much for us for the number of uh, actual listeners the unique listeners and uh, our numbers just keep going up and we thank you so much for that please like follow and share to keep this podcast going if you want to support the podcast you can do so in two ways one is like i said earlier is follow 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 like share follow subscribe all those good things and and if you're listening to apple itunes give us a five-star rating please do go over to our our YouTube channel and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I record these podcasts, put it up on YouTube. Uh, nothing fancy, nothing special, but it's out there. You don't have to watch them, but if you don't mind, just subscribing. It'll help move it up in the algorithm. And as I said earlier, we are a breath away from a threshold that'll drive us up in the algorithms. So it's all about the algorithm because life is not a matrix. It is an algorithm. And thank you so much listening to this episode of the PBO podcast and again programming note tomorrow I'm going to have a very special guest from uh, for Eagle News we're going to talk about these election shenanigans all going on thank you again PBO podcast politics and brown liquor